Welcome back to the podcast. This is Big VJ Check It In. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about our brother LeBron James. We're going to talk about the children in the village. We're going to talk about education. And we're going to have a conversation about what role do black parents play in their children education right we're gonna that's going to be the topic that we put on the floor today that's going to be the conversation that we put on the table today so we have to say shout out to stanley no no pardon me i missed i misquoted his name shout out to steve steve dropped us an article Steve's a devil. Nevertheless, he sent us something that we can have a conversation about, and it's real. Right? Steve sent us something about LeBron James. I promise, school is not doing well in terms of testing with the babies when it comes to math, right? So. If you can follow along, I got the article up. It's from the Daily Mail. The headline reads, LeBron James backed I Promise School delivers discouraging results. No eighth grade student has passed state math tests in three years in 36 months in well over a thousand days none of them zero zilch nada nobody right that's the key sweat nobody Nobody. Nobody. Whose babies are these? Beloved, this is our babies, right? So, since the devil is in our business, and of course, our nature as original people, black and brown is freedom, justice, and equality, right? So some will ask, because we're going to read the article, how come, Brother VJ, how come, Uncle VJ, black students don't do well in testing when it comes to math and or reading, right? Because there's another article from The Hill. We're going to pull it out. We're going to go through it. It's what it is, right? That's the question we got on the table. And the answer is, well, black children don't do well in school when it comes to state testing and math and reading is because, drum roll please, uh, black parents just don't care. I wanted to say it another way. But um, 
black parents black parents don't care about their children's education right it sounds harsh it sounds far-fetched it sounds foreign but it's real how do you know that brother v how do you know that uncle v because of our actions in the village once the devil send you something the jig is up everybody knows they just send you something to say hey we see what's really going on we could talk about slavery we could talk about jim crow we could talk about racism white supremacy the reason why black children don't do well in these tests when it comes to education we're talking about math we're talking about reading comprehension is because black parents do not care black parents do not encourage their children to read a book at least 30 minutes a day it just doesn't happen black parents don't help their children with homework once they pass the sixth grade and they go to the seventh the eighth and ninth all the way up to high school it just doesn't happen and when i say help their children with their homework it's not a part of the schedule we're talking about parents it's not a part of the schedule to for mom and dad to go to work come home cook dinner while dinner is cooking get them a shower get them a bath from work and then come back and then there's a designated time that you meet the children at the table to do homework that doesn't happen in a household it's not real it's not a reality it sound good we should do it we don't do it when it comes to economics the money is funny because 70% of the households is filled with sick parents so mom is exhausted mom has to go to work she's too tired to come home after a long day's work dealing with them crackers at the job and come home get the dinner ready and then stand over you as the children as the child as a student and help you with your homework she's tired she's exhausted can she make time yes does it typically happen no and the world sees it when it comes to the scores on the test dad is not in the household but dad will read an article about how involved black fathers is with their children and they do this kind of shit and pump their chest out but beloved fathers is not sitting at the dinner table every evening with their children to go over no kind of work no homework no school work no nothing it doesn't happen fathers don't live in a household with the children and the ones that do that are married get off the job come to that crib get that shower get that beer hit that recliner that's today so our business is out in the street this is the reality going back to economics let's talk about some finances i'm gonna give you some actual facts that our people do not like but it is what it is black fathers spend more money on their tennis shoes then they do their children's after school education that is a fact everything in finish line is over 100 bucks everything in foot locker is over 100 bucks so if you get three or four pair of shoes a year 
that's four to five hundred bucks easy and i can assure you the average black father 90 percent of black fathers let me say it that way do not spend three to four hundred dollars a year on their children's education it doesn't happen sounds good need to do it don't do it what about the mom vince when it comes to black mothers black mothers spend more money with their hairstylists and on their hair buying weave eyelashes paying for the services then their children education it's a fact if sisters go to the hair salon twice a month let's say that they don't sisters rocking braids sisters rocking locks let's say they go once every two months they're gonna drop 150 to $300 on a hairdo and because they go once every two months that means they're gonna get their hair done five or six times a year possibly which we know is a little bit more than that but five or six times a year we're talking about 150 a pop you do the math do they spend that same amount on their child's after school education no you don't do it don't happen it's, it's just real we just gonna put it on the table we don't do it we just don't do it Black parents also attend the parent-teacher conferences the least compared to other ethnicities in what it is North America in the territory that we call the United States, which means I don't really remember my mom and dad coming to my PTAs. It just didn't happen. Yours didn't come. It just didn't happen. Your uncle didn't come. Your auntie didn't come. Now, if you had a basketball game, they might show up. If you had a football game, they may show up. You're on the softball team, you ran track, volleyball team, Parents, uncles, cousins that come from all over to see the entertainment. Yes. Education? No. To see how the children are doing? No. Don't happen. Mama gonna make Bible study. Is that not right? PTA? No. Daddy gonna make it to the bar. PTA? No, he's not coming. Nobody got no pictures of their father or their mother in the PTA. It just doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. So, what that ultimately means is that everybody is preoccupied with self. Black parents is worrying about what they're going to do when they get off work. And we're not concerned about education. The devil knows it. He's trying to be funny. He's sending articles to black bloggers like myself and podcasters. But hey, I can't come on here and have a conversation and lie. It just doesn't happen. Listen, when I was... um. See, all of my children are adults. They're legal adults. It's what it is. But when they were small age children and they went to school, I went to all the PTAs. I ain't missing none. I, and I ain't gonna front. Now, I had a little method. I was like, yo, if this shit takes longer than 15 minutes, I'm gonna flip out because <laughs> that's how I know you fucking up in here. You know what I mean? But I just said it. But the reason why I got into it because part of my role of being a father is I wanted to do some shit my pops never did with me so if I can carry your ass to basketball practice and I did that mean I can carry your ass to PTA but I'm like this I'm like shit I should be in this motherfucker 15 minutes now because that mean they should be sent oh Mr. VJ your parents your children is doing this they're doing this they're doing so well at that and that's a fact because that's what I typically got 
Well, I ain't gonna say what I typically that's what I got all the time when I went up there. Now, I also learned this. Children that know their parents is involved in the education, they they relate different when they go to school. See, I could tell you from firsthand experience, see, I had the parents that ain't come to the school. So I was a clown, I was silly, I was always jovial, and boy, I got them C's and D's right on time. Man, I got out of uh, Frank Cody. <laughs> I graduated high school with a 1.8 grade point average. You dig what I'm saying? Now, what that did was it put me in a position where I knew I had to work hard. And, you know, they used to give us different statistics. Hey, you know, a person that don't have a college degree is going to make at least less than a million dollars than somebody that do. So I knew then because they used to push that on us hard because I went to high school in the early 90s. So I'm like, okay, I see how this is working. I knew when I got my black ass out of high school, I was going to have to put my foot to the dash flow, pedal to the metal. I knew it. I ain't thinking. I knew it. So from that point to to this day, your brother to some, your uncles to other, I don't do really. It's going to be hard pressed to find me doing a week at the job less than 60 hours i really don't do shit nothing less than 60 you know on a slow week i may do 50 but i don't do i haven't done 40 and no man because if you want to live a decent life i don't know nobody living a decent life working 40 hours a week shit just don't happen but i put myself in the position i was bullshitting in high school it's just what it is now i had that rope though i had that rope because my parents didn't come to the school so I can clown, I can I can BS, and then everybody in Detroit, they was pushing your black ass to go get a job at the plant. And then that also took some of the steam out of you wanting to get an education because you can go to the plant. If you wasn't going to go to the plant, you can go to the military, but you could do something to make you some money and you ain't going to be that left out. But guess what? Everything right now, the intelligence level is all technology. So... You're going to have to know a couple of things. The reason why this article is so impactful is that you can't get around math. See, 90% of that shit that they teach in school is bullshit. I know it. You know it. Your kids know it. School is nothing but brain exercise. It's seeing, it's going to separate the students to see who can do the best at these subjects that don't matter in their life. Meaning they have to show discipline and focus on something that they do not give a fuck about. That's what school is all about. It's all bullshit, but it's brain exercise because you you have to be able to focus on some shit that you don't really want to do because that's the way it'll work, right? When you can master that, they're going to give you that cushy job in the office. You ain't going to be blue collar like myself. They're going to put you in the office somewhere and you're going to just do some shit you don't like, but you're going to use your brain. You ain't got to worry about the glasses, the hard hat, and wearing the gloves. You good. No safety, no steel toe boots, none of that shit. You're going to have a different life. Nah, that's a reality. Technology, though, for these kids in this generation, the jobs that we could do still make a decent and a good life. They're not going to be able to do that. See, it is no more jobs, you know. Listen, you can get out of high school in the 90s in Detroit. Go get a job at the plant. Be a part of the union. 
right? Be a part of UAW. And they will start you off at $15 an hour. I'm talking about way back in 1994. Now, I'm going to tell you something that's so bugged out. Certain parts of the planet. Well, that's too big. I won't say that. Certain parts of the wilderness of American territory that we call the United States. Right? That sounds a little better. They're paying $15 an hour right now. And we was doing that shit back in 1990. Listen, 94, 95, 96, 97. And Detroit at the plants. Places in Mississippi is paying $15 an hour right now. Like that shit is some good paper. But they was doing that shit in the 90s in Detroit. So sometimes, you know, when people be like, not people, when women be like, I want a guy that makes six figures. That's a little far-fetched when you in South Carolina, Georgia, Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? Unless you like a, a entertain you in Georgia somewhere, like you get you entertain in Atlanta. But when you start talking about the Midwest, when you're a part of the big three or a chemical plant, man, that shit is almost average. Everybody making six figures in that. Because you're gonna make you the hourly wage is gonna be such where you start working and making time and a half. Shit, you everybody gonna be making so it, it's not hard for a woman to find a man that makes six figures. You know, you watch the Kevin Samuel show and you got to be like a genius in the South to make six figures. But that shit is not like that in the Midwest. It's too many manufacturing plants. It was anyway. Clinton fucked it up, but it was. It ain't like that no more. NAFTA. <laughs> we we bought we voted for uh Slick Willie, you know what I'm saying, from Arkansas. <laughs> he played like he was a city slicker. And Clinton got up in there. And fucked everybody that was black. Him and Joe, him and Jim Crow Joe Biden got in there and fucked everybody. That NAFTA deal, it, it closed down a lot of the plants, manufacturing. And then you fast forward to the day, these kids don't have education, education, it's gonna get tight. Technology, beloved, it's gonna get tight. Let's take a look at the article. Let's talk about that for a minute. Let's talk about the article. Let's talk about our promise. Let's talk about our brother LeBron James. Great intentions. But they couldn't wait to put this out. None is the key word. No eighth grade student passed the state math test in three years. Nobody. Now. I was making this uh, comment earlier about how the curriculum is bullshit. But the math is not. Math is universal. So you got to kind of know that. That's the only thing they can't racialize. They can racialize history. They can racialize English. You might have to pick a foreign language. Because that's what we did back in the day. They can kind of racialize that. Because you, your black ass don't want to be sitting there learning no Spanish and no French. you like, man, come on. You from the hood. You in Cleveland. Cincinnati, Toledo, you know what I'm saying? You in Buffalo, some goddamn you're like man, I ain't finna learn no French. What the fuck is but that math is universal. You gotta be able to count on your feet. Reading and comprehension, that's universal. You gotta know that. Now, I'm gonna let you in on the tip. Like I said earlier, beloved, see, I was in high school in the early 90s, right? Reading comprehension tests, or let me say it this way. Reading and comprehension questions was a part of the test, meaning you had to read a paragraph 
and then the sentence underneath you had to break down the paragraph you had to write your answers out because Americans or inner city Americans we were so illiterate we didn't know the uh, federal government almost changed all national tests coming all the way down to the state level to make every single thing for an American multiple choice there's no more reading comprehension because everybody's illiterate now when I was coming up I had a different interpretation of what illiterate was because I thought illiterate means you just cannot read. But I'm thinking to myself, illiterate person, they can't read a paper. They can't read a TV guy. I'm dating myself. See, these kids, they're young. They don't know what a TV guy is. But it's something you used to, used to flip a book. Whatever came on TV used to be in the book. They couldn't read a phone book, yellow pages, white pages. They couldn't read the menu at the McDonald's or Burger King. I'm thinking this is what illiterate means, but that's not what it means. It means can you read a paragraph and decipher what you just read? Explain it back what you just read. Now, that's something that black Americans on that test level, they're not good at doing. Reading something out and saying, okay, this means blase, blase, blase. They just, our people can't do it. You know why we can't do it? We don't practice enough. You know why we don't practice enough? Because education is not important to our parents. Because we came up in a generation coming from behind our parents that everybody can just go out and get a good job. My parents just went out and got a good job. I came out, I just, I ain't do good in high school. I just went out and got a good job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now we like the last of the Mohegans, if you will, because we make money more than these kids that go to college. We like shit, you know, and what they're doing now is that once our class our generation once we retire the people that's going to take our job is going to be degree people they're not going to let another blue collar person come in and no they got it switched up where once we quit the job the person that comes back in and take our job is like a kid with an associate's degree or a kid with a they tweaking it like that and then they're gonna put everybody else on the lower 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 pole it's very interesting how they're working right but going back to the two subjects, the reading, man, you got to know that shit, but you don't. So every test an American takes 90% of the time, it's all choice, multiple choice. And then the multiple choice is like two or four questions, pardon me, one question, four answers. Two of the answers is bullshit. They so far fetched away. One of them is closely knit and the other one is now the federal government just came up with that. That shit is new. The state government just came up with that. That shit is new. Back in my day, it was not like that. It was real reading and comprehension questions where somebody had to read the answer and say, oh, this person knows. Oh, they don't know. You can get lucky with the multiple choice. And I remember when they was rolling in the multiple choice questions because nobody could pass the reading and comprehension. Nobody could just write out nothing. They stopped these kids from learning cursive because it's just, they not getting it. So they just got rid of the curve. Is this what it is? So our brother LeBron James, superstar athlete, in my opinion, you know, he did everything right. He's doing everything right. He's like a model. He's like a model citizen, model player. He's a, he look like he's a good, he's a family guy. He could have put his money on anything and he put a, school for his people they get a few of the tax dollars but he put his school up for his people and there's a lot of good incentives surrounding his school but they can't pass the test 
Now, is this all about these children in Akron, Ohio? No, because I'm going to read another article from The Hill and no black person. None of, none of these kids can pass. None of them. I'm talking about statewide. It's just not there. Our primary school, part funded by LeBron James as his foundation, has come under scrutiny from the state following revelations of alarming test scores. The Akron, Ohio Public School operates in conjunction with the LeBron James Family Foundation has not had a sole student in its fall. Eighth grade cohort passed the state math test since the third grade. Per the Akron Beacon Journal. Ah, oh, let's go now a little bit because they just talk about how James put the school together because he didn't want kids falling through the cracks. Let's go to this right here. Above, uh, according to the journal, it's black students and those with disabilities are testing in the bottom 5% in the entire state of Ohio. And um, you got a photo of the school. Look very modernized. Looks dope. And it says LeBron James opened the I Promise School July 30th, 2018 to serve those in need in Akron, Ohio. All right, let's stop. Let's switch over a little bit, right? Let's change gears. I want to go to the heel. Like we always do, I'm going to put both of uh, the links to this in the description bar. And then um, you can go back and read for yourself. In the hill, I want to go to the, let's see, we got one, two, second paragraph, right? And um, the headline reads, many of America's black youth cannot read or do math. And that imperils us all. Let's go down a little bit. In my first question, I asked her, what is wrong in Virginia and how can it be fixed? Her response startled me. We're talking about education, right? We, everybody's talking about education. This is the hill. I'll put the link up. Her response startled me. She told me that 84% of black students in the eighth grade lack the ability to, to do math. And 85% are functionally illiterate. Now, that's Virginia, right? I cannot believe this fact. I cannot believe this. In fact, I thought she had misspoken. My researchers quickly fact-checked the words and confirmed this sad reality. According to the National Assessment of Educational Progress, the NAEP, a sector of the United States Department of Education, 84% of black students lack proficiency in mathematics and 85% of black students lack proficiency in reading skills. This astonished me. And... The hour-long show became dedicated to examining what's behind these numbers. We're going to go over what's behind these numbers again, but we're going to skip that one paragraph and go to the next one. My team and I scored the NA or scoured the NAEP data sets and found a trend that should concern every politician. Indeed, every American. In California, 90% of the students cannot do math or read well. This is Cali. Let's go back to New York. The numbers are 85% to 82%. Let's go to Illinois. 86 to 85%. Let's go to Texas. 84 to, to 89%. Let's go to Maryland. 
86 to 80 percent we're talking about we jump from math to reading math to reading math to reading when we read this these numbers my home state of south carolina 90 percent 87 percent georgia the numbers are 86 percent and 82 percent in missouri 89 88 dc chocolate city 85 to 87. that's just a sampling but the problem is it can find to these states nationwide black children overwhelmingly lack proficiency in math and reading stop why is that beloved you're asking is it racism would things be different if we go back to africa brother if we get our roots and we get knowledge of self and we find out who we is and then that way we can connect with the education right because brother i might you know with nigga finna get deep no it's, it's not gonna get deep you know why shit going on in africa illiteracy rates africa male and female we're talking about between a larger population we ain't talking about in school we talk about adult years 15 to 49 niggas illiterate over there too zimbabwe 85 percent illiterate cameroon 63 percent illiterate uganda 58 percent illiterate akon who's always running the con <laughs> the, the african hip-hop artist they say he's scamming over there goddamn he's scamming some some of our people in america he's scamming in africa allegedly he's scamming right and he got on the podcast and drink champs and he said you know beloved he said you know nigerians they're the smartest africans out but when the numbers came out they said 55 percent nigerians is illiterate so what they smart at scamming <laughs> The jig is up. No, I'm never going to be ashamed to say what it is on this podcast. Black parents, the world over, don't really give a shit about education. Now, I, I don't know about these numbers in Zimbabwe and Cameroon. I can just read. We just do research. We just read. It's on the devil's press. We can't say this or that either way, but what we are familiar with is the wilderness of America, the territory that we call the United States, and we have a habit. We don't have it in our culture to sit around at the dinner table with our parents every day and do homework. Black parents, we just don't do that. Sound good, we need to do it, just don't do it. We act like we don't have the money to do it. Education always look like some money, and it's not because we spend more bread on tennis shoes the black man in america keep uh, we keep a fresh pair of tennis shoes on and depending on where you at we keep a fresh pair of gators not that we shit big block morris the real deal we keep them how much we spent on the after school care nothing how much money listen you would think that all of the money that we did not spend in elementary school, middle school, and high school, we're going to have a big nest egg for you when you go to college. No, we're going to hit you with the Pell Grant. We're going to help you with the paperwork so you can get a Pell Grant 
But that's it. The reading is not there. When I was graduating, beloved, it was severe at that time where the thing was, though, again, going back to this point, we had um, career day, right? I don't know if they do this anymore, but when I was in high school, a long time ago, right? <laughs> when I was in high school, we had career day. And career day, um, you get some entrepreneurs, they come up there, they, they talk to the kids about certain career paths that they can take as far as working for yourself. And then you had some professionals come up to the school and they talk about career paths. And that was the first week because our career week was two weeks, right? The first week, it was just entrepreneurs and business people talking. You know what I mean? Put your ass to sleep in the classroom. The second week was nothing but auto workers coming. So much so that it used to be a big box of applications. And the second week, of career week was supposed to be one week but it really was two the second week was us filling out applications for Ford Chrysler and General Motors and they dropped the box of applications off at the school and the teachers stayed over to help you fill out the application because you was illiterate you didn't know how to read you didn't know how to fill out the application you didn't know what to put down for skills you just didn't know you know what I mean um, you didn't know how to put a resume together. You just didn't know. It was empty. If it's up to you, you that shit all be blank. So they gave it to you with the teachers there. And then you were all sent in the auditorium. And then the principal would say, it's cool to go to college. But <laughs> this is the principal now. It's cool to go to college. But if the auto, come on now, if the auto company call you, Ford, Chrysler, GM, any of the plants. You know what I mean? And then they would switch over because you had to fill out some applications for chemical plants. DuPont was big at this time. DuPont, Shell, Exxon. If they call you, put that education shit on the back burner and they will tell you, take the job. Stay at the job for 20 years plus get in the union and then do something different for your babies. These are our educators teaching us that. After everybody filled out an application for the plant. Remember, because I said this is the second week. Then you would get the United States military come to the high school. Not all the United States military. The Air Force ain't want nobody from the hood. The Air Force wasn't there. The Coast Guard was not there. The Marines is there. And the Army is there. The Navy's not. Niggas can't swim. So the Navy's not there. The Navy and the Air Force is not there. And then you learn later, you had to have a higher skill set of intelligence to get in the Air Force and to get in the Navy. Because they blocks of training, that shit was long. Like, Army MOSs, I mean, how long is it going to take a nigga to throw great, I mean, throw some grenades and go underneath the bar? It's not going to take him long to teach him that. He kind of like agile already. He can run through some shit that, you know, the agility part is there. They had to work on your win a little bit to help you do the run. Once they help you for a few weeks through basic training to help you do the run, then you're good to go with the Marines and you're good to go with the Army. But the Navy and the Air Force, they didn't come to the hood because the hood was illiterate. And they knew, man, they send you to these. You got to know how to 
remember you got to have a good your memory shit got to be tight to go in the air force you know what i mean like you talking about the devil's military it's it's well known you got to be very smart to number one go to the air force and number two you got to be damn smart to go to the navy probably a little bit smarter to go to the navy because when you out there in that damn ship and that pipe bus and you got one of those jobs to fix the pipe they can't call no contractor they're not finna goddamn fly no contractor over <laughs> to that carrier to do shit everybody on that ship got to be able to maintain that ship period gas leak water leak some bus pop hey they you got to fix that shit they ain't finna call no contractor air force they probably can call a contractor if it's a little bit over you know above your pay grade but at the end of the day you know because when you look at the air force jobs the majority of those jobs can kind of like transfer over to the civilian world it shit ain't like that in the army but in any event the united states military or the marines or army they came and assisted our people so we're not we're not afraid to put it on the table are we going to do better no we just liked it the way it is uh, talking about our brother LeBron, LeBron James, his school is failing. Well, I'm pretty sure there's several schools that was closed in Cleveland because because the kids wasn't. But that's just we don't care. We don't care. We're gonna blame some racism shit and why we're not doing well. We're gonna blame everything. We're not gonna blame our family structure. We're not gonna blame the fact that we're not dedicated to education. We just gonna we need reparations. We gonna go to the reparations because we got a couple of guys. And you run around with some hashtags and cut the check. And can you imagine a big check being cut to people that is documented of they can't read and they can't do math? Documented. They got the test scores, dog. They got your test score. What the fuck you gonna do with a big reparations check? But then they can sell you a reparations check because they know you can't even read. So you don't even know. Come on, man. Stop, y'all niggas. Stop acting like y'all can prove that y'all people on the plantation. Only a few of us can do that. I can, cause I can read. <laughs> but only a few of us can do that. And our people is so engaged in history. They love it when I talk about history. When I don't talk about history enough, it's a problem because history has become religion. Now. I'm okay with talking about history because they I don't really pick the topics. I get the I get the DMs. I get the emails. I just have a conversation about them like shit, there's no problem. But we be, we take history and we make it a religion. We all about Kemet, which is cool. We all about you know Timbuktu and Congo dynasty and you know Central America, South America dynasty. I get it, it's all good. But when it comes to our baby's presence, their presence of mind, no, we don't, we ain't interested. Education, we ain't interested. So we're gonna leave it there. It just ain't no big deal. Shit, it's just what it is, man. We ain't, can't be ashamed, man. Just what it is. We don't, black kids ain't gonna ever do good in education because the parents, we ain't on the shit like that. We just not. I mean, fuck, ain't nobody. You, you can't be, you know, like Big Mama said, you got to be able to call a spade a spade. You know, I, I it'd be nice if I had a podcast and I'd come up here and just get some black cotton candy and just make everything like, nah, man, niggas just ain't going to do that. <laughs> niggas just ain't going to do that. No educate niggas ain't doing that. 
sit at the dinner table every day and dumb awesome no man we don't get around some of our black fathers and ask them to start naming their children's teachers dog ask them to ask go on their phone they got their side bitch number in the phone but ask them show ask them to show you their teachers telephone numbers and they don't have it their teachers email address they don't got that shit they don't they don't know their kids teachers they don't have an idea because we just not interested so it's unfortunate but it's reality we just leave it there you know we ain't gonna do better so ain't nothing really to talk about but when the devil send you something like well yeah ain't nothing we ain't ashamed about it's real we ain't gonna never you know that's just what it is and we just gonna leave it there we gonna leave it there there's nothing else we can do with that information peace and black power to your family hey 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 thank you guys so much for listening thank you guys for hanging out beloved this is indeed the real black consciousness form podcast no black cotton candy here can't make up no smoking mirrors here we ain't doing good in school the babies ain't doing good at all because we just don't care as parents and we're gonna leave it right there until next time big vj we'll get it with you guys later peace